Gary and Shannon, um, so we all know that uh, sleeping in a hotel can be nasty. We told you about our adventure at the Dead Hooker Inn. Uh, Middleburg Heights, Ohio, during ex- the Republican National Convention. But we expected it to be a dead hooker in. We knew what we were walking into. It's not like we were walking into a great hotel and then we're surprised to see signs of forced entry and blood on the walls. Yeah. Um, Joel Grover and the I-Team over at NBC4 uh, went into some very well-known places uh, around Southern California and found some nastiness with a secret spray that they used to see whether or not their bed sheets, their towels, etc., were going to be changed. Lights out. Oof, there's our NBC4 logo on the bath towel. She didn't change any of the towels that we used and threw on the floor. What about that washcloth I used on my face? There's our four logo. She didn't change that either. And what about the cups I drank from? Look, they still have our fluorescent paint. She did not even change these. Oh, Joel, that's disgusting. Good morning, guys. And by the way, I'm making a note because this is an ongoing investigation. We're going to get to the Dead Hooker Hotel eventually <laughs> with our secret spray. Uh, well, hey, um, you do we, not we, need I'm putting it. it on our list. <laughs> okay, so tell us how this, uh, how this went down. And, and yeah, what's up with the secret spray? Well, let me ask you this. Truthfully, when you check into a, a, a hotel, a well-known name brand hotel, I'm not going to mention them on the air, you do expect that they've changed the sheets if you're paying a couple hundred bucks a night, right? Absolutely. Okay. So we had been hearing some information that this does not always happen at some brand name hotels. So we went, we got this secret spray. It's an, it was an invisible spray. Um, it's washable. We weren't ruining anyone's sheets. And we went into five well-known hotels in Southern California spots that we all go to. And we went and we sprayed the sheets, we sprayed the towels, we even sprayed the cups in some of them. And we did that when we checked in. We checked out the next day and we had a producer check in and got the same room to see if they had changed all that stuff in between guests. And most of the time, they did not change either the sheets or the towels or the cups that people had slobbered all over. (laughs) And that, that meant the next guest was going to get that dirty stuff. So what we're finding is this is not an uncommon practice in a lot of well-known hotels. All right. So there's an expectation that we're going to have some cleanliness here when we check into one of these places. But um, – and I know the, the, men, the mental part of it, it's hard to get over the gross aspect of it. But is anybody really getting sick from this kind of stuff? Well, here, here's the reality. And by the way, we even though we aired the first part of this last week, which you've, you pl- just played a little bit of, and it's on NBCLA.com and our NBCLA app, we have, uh, we're constantly updating it. Yes, there is a risk. If they're not changing the pillowcases, which commonly are not changed in between guests, or the sheets, there's lice, there's fleas, there's bed bugs that can be passed from one guest to another. And certainly, if they are not changing the cups, that have been used, bacteria and viruses can be spread from one guest to another. So there is a health risk. There's a big gross-out factor, but there's a health risk. But here's the thing. They're very good at going in and fluffing up the rooms so that they look like they've been cleaned. You know, in one case, we used the towels and then we threw them on the floor. We didn't neatly lay them on the shower or the bathtub. We threw them in a pile on the floor. They came in. They just took the same towels, fluffed them up, refolded them. Oh. And the next guest would have thought those were clean towels. Good Lord. That's disgusting. So, so they're, yeah, they, they are very adept at some of these places at making it look like they've cleaned and changed everything, but they haven't. And by the way, when 
I would check out, and then my producer would check in the next day. He always said, just want to make sure you've cleaned the room fully and changed all the sheets. And, of course, they said, of course we did. Oh, they lied. So uh, tell me, the thing that terrifies me most is the bed bug situation. Uh, Are they doing anything to combat that? Is it getting to be a bigger problem? It is. You know, from everything we see, it is, quote, an epidemic now in hotels across the country. Again, we just updated our story uh, on NBCLA.com this morning with one Southern Californian's experience of checking in to a Palm Springs hotel and waking up the next morning, four, four women who had gone there for Coachella, woke up the next morning, they were all bitten. And then they looked around and they saw bed bugs. So not uncommon. And again, if they're not cleaning the rooms properly and really going through them and looking over them, these are the kinds of things that they'll overlook in between guests. So, you know, bed bugs terrify people. I'm not saying they're in all hotels, but they are a problem. Um, what's the reaction of management when you show them what, you know, the how you've caught them not cleaning these rooms completely? What are the, How do they react? Um, we got a kind of a standard reaction, which was what you found goes against the high standards we keep for our hotel chain. Um, we're going to look into this and make sure it never happens again. You know, in one case, one hotel said, you know, human errors can occur, i.e., uh, you know, a, a housekeeper not changing sheets or towels. But, you know, what we think and we'll never know for sure is that this is sometimes either a directive uh, from the management saying, let's save pennies and uh, not change the sheets always. But in another, in other cases, we have heard from people in management that at some hotels, there aren't a lot of maids, there aren't enough maids, and these women, um, usually women, are pushed so hard to turn a room around for the next guest so quickly that they don't always feel like they have time to change all the sheets or towels or pillowcases. So it's a combination of factors. But, again, I think it's more common than we think. And before we run out of time, and let's your show, i got to talk about another investigation I'm doing tonight. Oh, yeah, what's coming up? Okay. So you know that it's hard to find a parking spot in Southern California. If you're, if you're parked at a meter and it expires, if you're parked in a loading zone for a minute longer, or especially if you park in a red zone, one of those parking enforcement officers is going to be there in no time flat and write you a ticket, right? Has that ever happened to you? Of course. Sure, especially okay. when I had to turn in my news media placard. <laughs> exactly. It was a sad day. Exactly. But, literally, exactly. but literally, I know when my meter runs out, one minute later they're there. But what we are uncovering tonight is a big, giant, double standard that parking enforcement officers have for government bureaucrats doing their personal errands. They park in red zones. They block fire hydrants, which is a huge safety hazard, just to go have a coffee break at Starbucks, just to go have an hour and a half lunch. So what is this, like city council people or or how? No, I'm going to tell you, we found... Over 15 people from over 15 government agencies in the L.A. area doing this. And I'm sure if we would have kept doing our surveillance, we would have found even more agencies. And what we found is that it is an unofficial policy. Parking enforcement cops tell me we are told not to ticket bureaucrats, officials 
who are parked illegally to do their personal stuff. But we're told to ticket everyone else that does it. How do they know that they're government uh, officials? Good, are... good question. Now, sometimes the cars are marked, county coroner's office. But a lot of times these are unmarked cars, but they have what's called a, an e-plate. Maybe you know what those look like. Sure. They, they just say exempt on it. I think most of the public wouldn't even know what it is. What those plates are. Those, most government vehicles have those. That means they're exempt from paying registration fees because they're government cars. It doesn't mean they're exempt from following the parking laws. We all have to follow the parking laws. But again, they're getting special treatment unofficially. And, you know, it's, it's a big double standard for the rest of us. Oh. And parking enforcement, like in the city of L.A., is making so many millions off of all of us. But, you know, if you work for the fire department, for the county coroner, for the Department of Transportation, any agency, they're going to look the other way if you park illegally. And again, they're not doing government business. They're picking up their dry cleaning. So big double standard. I love love when you point out the jerks that live around Southern California. You do a good (laughs) job. Yeah, you're like the number one uh, jerk pointer outer. I gotta get that in a on a placard on my desk. T-shirt or something. So, like you know what? This is about holding. I think holding government accountable that they follow the, that they enforce the laws equally for everyone. And you know, it, it, parking enforcement again. They're there with a ticket for you and me the second we've done anything wrong or a meter has expired. But they're letting thousands of people break the law. And get away with it. Joel Grover, thank you. What time is your report on tonight? Tonight on Channel 4 at 11. And our hotel report is already out on our website, NBCLA.com, or our mobile app, which I know you have on your phones, uh, our NBCLA mobile app. Absolutely. Thank you, Joel. Great to, to be on, as always. Thanks. We'll talk soon.